Hey friends, happy day three. Hopefully by now you have gotten comfortable with the tapping points and um, done a little tapping around any blockages. And just remember, you can always return to that audio at any time if you're experiencing some uncomfortability, whether it's about change or about doing this program or any fears that arise. So um, that's going to be available, and then there's going to be more EFT tapping um, practices and exercises available in the coming days. So today, we're going to dive in to more of the body layer, so the outer layer of the body. We talk about foods, we talk about um, just different substances, we talk about exercise, and today, we're going to talk about what I call congruent foods, what they are the three questions to ask yourself when choosing food, and um, just a little bit more about that. So um, one of the things that typically happens that I like to um, try to cut off at the pass before it gets bad is this whole concept of dieting. And whenever you start to change your diet, something really interesting happens. The stressors or the fears around food or um, the deprivation feeling and, and the stress around that starts to surface. And so many times people will find themselves when they get into um, dieting or they start cha- making changes to their food, they feel um, some resistance or they feel some stress and uh, it can be really discouraging because you just feel like, man, am I the only one that just can't do this? And, um, and the first thing I want to say is this is very, very normal and there's very um, legitimate reasons for it. And I'm going to be walking you through how to gently like work through some of those stressors or resistance if you feel those. But one of the things on a, on a physical level that we want to do is start not by taking away anything, but by adding So we want to begin this whole process by adding, and here's why. Whenever you get into that dieting restriction sort of mode, you feel that energy of like, oh, no, I can't have that. Like, don't do that. Don't do this. Or I can't have my favorite thing that I always just have. The energy in your body, the feeling in your body is this kind of like stress, this deprivation, and your subconscious mind does not understand that you're trying to make these really great changes. All it understands is the famine mode, which is a primal response for the times whenever we didn't have abundant food. And um, the the brain gets kind of programmed to hold on to weight or to, to kind of freeze whenever it senses, oh, there might be famine. And of course, we don't, you know, here in the U.S., food is abundant. We never have to worry about that. But the primal brain, that part of your subconscious mind, your limbic system, it doesn't understand that. It doesn't know that. All it knows is um, there's not enough food. Like, I'm feeling stressed about food. And it feels that stress and that anxiety. And and so in order to, as I said before, sort of like, you know, cut that off at the pass, we want to start by adding because your body must feel safe physically, emotionally, mentally. It must feel safe in order to cleanse, in order to release weight, in order to gently and gracefully like make the change that you want to make. So in order to have success. So adding, super important. So we're going to begin this whole process of working with our food by adding congruent foods. So congruent foods, the reason I call them congruent is because um, 
Let me back up a little bit. In this culture, you know, we've become so enamored with focusing on things like calories or macronutrients, proteins, carbs, fats, and it's really easy to lose perspective. It's hard to see the forest for the trees. So when we take a step back, it's really important to remember more of who you are as a human being. Your body is not wired to recognize those those separate things, carbs, fats, proteins. All those things are important and they work with the whole system. What your body is wired to see is a whole person, not individual parts. And at the, the at the the truest you, you are whole, you're pure, you're alive, so you need something congruent in order to live um, in a way that fits who you are. You need congruent foods. And so I know this sounds very, very simple, but in a sense, it's kind of profound because we've lost touch with the fact that we're a whole, live, pure human being. We need those whole, live, pure foods to live. We're also made up of 70% water. Body's made up of 70% water, over 70%, depending on how how young you are. Um, So we need pure water for cleansing For all of the processes of the body, if it becomes dehydrated, it cannot function even with the best of foods. So we need pure water. We need congruent foods. We Essentially, we need food and drink that looks like us. We need it in its whole form, not its um, separated form. So we've got a lot of stuff that kind of is is sort of like pseudo food, like food that's not really food. Like take an apple versus apple juice, for example. The juice has been, you know, the typical one, like treetop brand or whatever you're going to get in the store, has been, you know, you've extracted the juice out of it, you've pasteurized it, meaning all the enzymes are taken out, so it no longer has the enzymes, it no longer has the fiber. So it's kind of not the same version of its former self. It's not really the same thing. An apple, though has the fiber to allow the the sugar to slowly be ingested into um, your body and to be assimilated and and absorbed. And it also has the enzymes needed to break it down. It's not pasteurized. And um, so it is, it's, it's really important to understand we need the whole pure, alive food and our bodies will recognize it. It knows what to do with it. And so this is the first process is getting clear on on congruent foods. And um, so we're going to dive into this this whole understanding of what is a congruent food. And so I have this um, process that I want you to start asking yourself whenever you're going to the grocery store or the farmer's market. So the three questions to ask yourself when you're choosing food is, number one, is it alive? So alive foods are raw foods. It's all the starchy, non-starchy vegetables, low sugar fruits, and you can do the high sugar fruits as well, but we just want to we want to emphasize the low sugar fruits for several reasons, and I'll explain more about that. Raw nuts and seeds, um, you know, things like avocados, the you know, like young coconuts, things like that. Those are all alive foods, and the way you can know that is: is it in the refrigerated section? You know, is it going to die if um, you you take it out and set it on the counter for a couple of days? So. Um, You can actually see the life in food through something called, um, I think I'm saying it right, Kirlian photography, K-R-L-I-A-N. And it's uh, it's these really cool, this cool camera that can take pictures of the life in the food and uh, shows that whenever you um, have dehydrated food or cooked food, you know, like a, a cooked... Um, you know, cooked broccoli versus raw broccoli or whatever, um, 
the life, the the light in the food is severely lessened. And so um, there's so much here I could talk about, but there's 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 this life quality that you're a live being. You need that life, that real life to go into your body. So as much as you can emphasize um, live foods, then the the better your health will be. So that's the first question. Is it alive? Now, I want to say something quickly about this. Um, the You don't have to, the, the three questions you're going to ask yourself, it doesn't have to fit into all three categories. It just needs to fit into one. Two, if possible. But if you can at least fit it into one, you're good. Um, and the caveat on this first one, is it alive? Um, I want to say a quick word on fruits and nuts. So um, with fruits, it's since many people deal with things like candida, which is an overgrowth of yeast in the system, and um, if you've had, you know, many antibiotics or if you've done a lot of sugar in the past, um, then likely you have some level of candida. And everyone has some level. the The problem is when it it becomes systemic, meaning it takes over your entire body. And so even fruits will um, feed the candida or the yeast in your body. So I just recommend for most people. Stick with the low sugar fruits. This would be green apples, berries, grapefruits, lemons, and limes. If you stick with those, then you're good. Every once in a while, you can have something like a banana in your smoothie or some watermelon. Just don't do it every day just to keep it kind of, um, uh, keep the, the sugar down just so that if you've got candida that you're trying to clear out, it's not feeding that too much. So as far as nuts go, um, nuts just need to be soaked or sprouted in order for you to get the nutrients from them. So whenever they are roasted and salted, you're not really getting the nutrients needed from nuts. And and you know nuts are an interesting thing. Some people can handle them really well, um, and some people can't. They're they're dense. There's some allergies associated with them. You have to just experiment with nuts to see if they are a fit for you. Okay, so moving on to the next question, number two, is it whole? So whole meaning, is it a whole food that hasn't been messed with, tampered with, um, pasteurized, homogenized, hydrogenated, split apart, you know, all that. Is it whole? So this would be the category of things like organic pastured eggs, quinoa, you know, um, that would be like a gluten-free grain, uh, grass-fed, free-range chicken, grass-fed beef, things like hemp seeds, flax seeds, raw honey. These things aren't um, alive necessarily, like the life force energy isn't um, as high as it is in that other category, but it's whole and it's real and it's a real food, not a fake food. So that's number two. Number three is, is it a superfood? And what I mean by a superfood is the minimally processed congruent foods that have been kind of concentrated in order to give you um, a, a concentrated amount of nutrients. So these would be things like supplements, green powders, um, things like coconut oil that has been um, processed down, but not not a lot. It's still very congruent because it's not highly processed, but it's giving you a more concentrated version. Things like stevia, coconut sugar, raw cacao, you know, your nut milks, your nut butters. These are um, these are like concentrated nutrients. Also, things like sea vegetables, you know, would be in there. And so, I have a whole list for you so that you can look at this stuff. But um, just know that. That there's this whole category of superfoods that 
you know, ideally we like to get all of our foods, you know, um, or all our nutrients from whole foods, but because the soils have been so depleted, we can't get all of those nutrients like we want. And so usually we need some superfoods, supplements, green powders, different things to give us a little bit more of that nutrient density. Okay. So those are the three. So whenever you're, you know, walking through the grocery store and you're wondering, is this okay? Ask yourself, is it alive? Is it whole? Is it a superfood? So those are the questions for congruent foods. And again, I have a list for you so you can look this over and you can box for me if you have questions about some of the tricky ones. There are a few tricky ones. And um, some of this is also, as we go along, you'll learn to kind of use your intuition for you. So um, when we, let's go back to the idea of adding. So when you are adding congruent foods, I want you to just focus in on not taking anything out just yet. Just focus on getting as many congruent foods into your day as possible. So maybe this looks like um, starting your day with like a, a green juice or a smoothie or adding, adding an avocado to your morning eggs or um, a big pile of veggies to your evening meal. Or if you're going to have meat, have a big salad with it. You know, something like that where you're getting these live whole pure foods and you're just adding, just focus on adding, adding, adding. That's very important here. All right. So on the congruent foods list, the, I explained the three different sections, what's in them. I explained what I call minimally processed congruent foods. So these are foods that are, um, they're still somewhat processed, but they're pretty congruent. And we usually, most people will need them um, as they're, they're transitioning to a cleaner diet. And then I have what I call transition foods. These are foods that if you've been in the health realm for a while and, um, working on your health and, and you've done a lot of transitioning to a cleaner diet, you, you may not need them, but they're there and they're there for the fun stuff. Like, you know, to have pancakes and chips and some of the fun things. Um, these are the transition foods. And so I have a list for those and we're going to talk more about transitioning, um, how to understand where you are, where you are, and work with where you are, so you can get to where you want to go. That's going to be happening later, but um, for now, you have a list of transition foods, so that you don't have to say no to the brownies. You can make your own brownies, or um, you can find them at you know at the store and um, have a more congruent version, so that you're not having to say no to anything. And um, we'll talk also about that subject of trading um, in a later um, on a later day. Okay, so also where to buy. I really like to, if you're in the Lubbock area, I like to use um, natural grocers because you don't have to wade through a bunch of um, inorganic produce, um, conventional produce. Uh, They have all organic produce. That's all that they sell. Um, You don't have to wade through a bunch of confusing foods because their standards are very high. They will only sell um, things like... um, organic, um, you know, high quality eggs, grass fed beef. They have this high standard on meats. They have high standards on making sure all of the, the nuts stay in the refrigerated section so that the oils don't go rancid. They make sure that the flour, you know, like the nut flours and different things are in the refrigerated section. Um, they have tons of supplements and different things. So they're the, they're the place to be. I feel like, um, I highly recommend them. Um, 
You can also just experiment with other places that work for you, but that's who I recommend for the most part. And then also try farmer's markets if you haven't already. Right now, farmer's markets are in full swing. You can get so much good organic produce. You can get local produce. What I love to do is buy my... um, as much as I can from a farmer's market, you know, on a Saturday morning, get as much stuff as I can, then get anything else that I can't get the farmer's market at the grocery store. And then I batch cook. And we'll also talk about batch cooking in a, in a later, um, or on a later day. I keep wanting to say in a later podcast, but this isn't a podcast. So, (laughs) okay. Um, also as much as possible, go organic because, um, organic is is a funny term because we think of organic as being um, kind of like different or um, not common or normal. It, organic is actually all that there ever was before the industrial revolution. So it is not. Uh, it's it's more um, abnormal to put pesticides on food. Um, organic is actually the real deal and the pesticides are the false deal. So just, you know, that's just a little perspective here. So as much organic as you can do, the better. And again, you can get a lot of organic produce for a great price, farmer's markets. Try that. It's awesome. So this week, your intention is to do two things. Add the congruent foods that you know that you like and maybe try even a few that you you haven't tried before, but add as many congruent foods today and and for the the next several days until we start getting into more specifics. Adding congruent foods, that's the most important thing. So go buy these foods, go stock up at the store, at the farmer's market. You don't need to do it all at once, just add as many as you can of the ones that you know that you'll eat. And then also... If you're still feeling some, you know, any, you know, resistance or uncomfortability, do the tapping that we did yesterday and uh, clear through any uncomfortability um, or emotions that you have. And uh, that will continue to help work with your mind as well as your body. So I hope you're enjoying yourself so far. I'm loving putting this program together. This has been so much fun. It's so wonderful to have each of you. And I will speak to you again tomorrow. 